this conversation may not be appropriate for a lot of people. In fact, a lot of people may just want to skedaddle out of this one right now. Aaron may want to feel like he wants to at this point, too. This is not a light topic in any regards. Definitely not child safe. <laughs> Definitely not. Uh, this is today we're going to be talking about, and today's 129, 2023, as we're recording this, we're going to be talking about that wonderful, oh, I don't want to use the word wonderful at any time in this, this uh, conversation at all. No. <laughs> at all. We're, we're going to be discussing the couple in Georgia, the Zulak couple, and what they did to their adopted children. And it is beyond horrifying what they did. Because on the surface, it's bad enough. And then to see what they did to uh, these kids that are now 11 and 9 years old at this time is way, way worse. I almost feel bad playing the intro, but we need an intro. I met Josh through Aaron, actually, because those two had been friends since, what, high school? Younger? I mean... Middle school, I think. Uh, I think we originally met through uh, through church. Well, I say, yeah, we knew each other at church, I mean, since kindergarten. Yes, for yes, sure. yes. Well, you, you went to school with me in kindergarten, mm-hmm. then left, like, I don't know, you just left. I left. I just... Dumb. You packed your bags and went on the journey. Yeah. Thought you were Bilbo Baggins. Thought he was. <laughs> <laughs> Spot the height. Uh. It is a dreary January day out today. It, is it it? It, it? it it started out real sunny today. It was. And it's, I need my glasses for a bit of it. I know. It started out great sun. As I was leaving church this morning, I, I was talking with Jonah and I was like, man, it is bright out. I'm going to have to. I wish I had my sunglasses charged up. That's weird. Charged I, have, up. I know I have to charge my sunglasses <laughs> in order for them to work. But now it's not so much pure sunny. It's not like it's like overcast and snowing again, thankfully. Yeah. But it, it kind of feels appropriate based on what we're talking about today. So for those of you who maybe aren't aware, August 2022 is when this story originally broke, where the Zachary Zulak. I might be mispronouncing the last name incorrectly. Like, it's spelled Z U L O C K. That's Zulak to me. Zulak, Zulak. Yeah, uh, whatever. Zachary Zulak and his husband, William Zulak, were arrested in August 2022. The arrest charges and claims that the couple were abusing their two adopted sons, molesting their two adopted sons specifically. It goes on to say that 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 they were also accused of using their kids, their sons, to record child porn. Work gets more disturbing. They also they also allegedly pimped them out to members of a local pedophile ring. These kids are eleven and nine years old. It is sickening to even think that that is something that goes through people's heads when did they i say and i didn't read enough to know this but how long had they had the kids while this was going on 
like had they had them for quite some time isn't like years or was this a recent adoption and they just started doing that right away if it says anything in that so i i got i'd have to pull back in the article yeah. um where it talks about the timeline of when they got uh, adopted adopted okay okay the two men themselves only married back in 2017 okay okay and then they they in 2018 so they adopted them in 2018 and the two kids are brothers yeah i didn't know if he knew that or not and they did adopt them through an adoption agency called all god's children inc yeah so that i mean i would imagine that's supposedly supposed to be like a christian right it's now a now defunct private special needs adoption agency okay so defunct mean no longer business yeah and it was supposed to supposedly a christian based adoption agency now okay. there, there you can have the conversation okay about this about you know should a christian agency be involved in adopting to same-sex couples or not Th- right. that, that's a whole other conversation beyond this okay well, I suppose, yeah. Well, I, I, this is why I say that. Because regardless of if they did or didn't adopt to same-sex couples, there are, unfortunately, let's be honest here, straight couples where this might have happened too, oh, unfortunately, right? No, yeah. Okay, so I, I, want to say, I want to get that out of the way. Yeah. And, and also, and I think you even said this in the Crowder one, you know, not all people uh, no. that are oh. in a same-sex relationship or no. stuff like that are going to do this. No. Someone that is of this bent being gay or whatnot is not automatically a pedophile. No. Well, no, no I'm not even yeah. saying that. I, I know, I, I, but, but I, I am explicitly stating oh, it yeah, so that okay. no one tries to say, well, they didn't say this way or this way, so therefore it can mean this. Yeah, but can, I guess what I do find... So if they were a Christian, whatever, I don't know, organization, whatever, at the time, can they not deny a couple that's homosexual the kids? It depends on the state. Some states can, some states okay. can't. Oh, so okay. so it, it, it's uh that's why I said it. That's why it, of all the things in this. Yeah, because I have heard some people go. Well, they're a Christian organization. How could they do this? Right. Of all the things, that's probably the most innocuous of this. Of of yeah of, of this scenario. Okay. Yeah, that's probably the least impactful of this. Unfortunately, because let's be honest, if it wasn't through them, another agency. I mean, it would they, have they, they, through they, another one. They could have been through another agency. I just find it weird why they. I don't. I again, I don't know. What other places that are there by them that have adoption for kids or not? But if they like went out of the way to pick that one out, I'd be a little bit suspicious as why. But hmm. remember, so these kids were adopted in 2018. Okay? Yeah. Yep. They're nine and 11 now. Yep. So how old would they have been when they were adopted? We said 18. 2018. Oh, that's five years ago. Yeah. Ooh, that's gross. Yeah. So how old? What? Four, oh, four and six. Yeah. So, you know, it, the allegation doesn't say necessarily, you know, 
when the abuse started per no, se, but no. it does say that it was going on and it was quite, quite bad. So there's multiple people, surprisingly, that wrote about this, but a lot of these people didn't write about this thing until after townhall.com wrote a four-piece article on this. Mm. Like, it, it, it's a lot of reading. I sent yeah. you the link, and you thought it was like a v- multiple videos. No, it was no. a little video intro and a lot of reading. A lot of reading, yeah. This one is definitely not for younger <laughs> to, to listen to because, oh boy. No. No. They should be taught how to... <laughs> Somehow avoid this though. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and, and, and that's where that's where you know parents come in and that uh-huh. right. Oh yeah, but that that's why I said this is yeah this is where it happened. So they were arrested in August 2022. Like I said, they were arrested on charges of incest, aggravated sodomy, aggravate aggravated child molestation, felony sexual exploitation of children, and felony prostitution of a minor. So if they get those, hopefully that's life in jail hopefully yeah um i yeah i i kind of land on this weird thing with death penalty but that Mm. that might that might qualify for me yeah (laughs) as like yes yes death penalty if found guilty if found Mm. guilty that being said there's a lot of evidence against them unfortunately for them so the way they were caught is one of the informants uh 27 year old told investigators that Zachary invited him multiple times to take part in sexually abusing the boys. Mm-hmm. And that's how he was, this whole kind of got caught. Lawless also claimed that Zachary sent him multiple messages on Snapchat, including one that allegedly read, I'm going to oh. F my son tonight, stand by, along with the image of him self sexually abusing the 11-year-old. Oh. That is just un. Every level, disgusting and wrong. Yeah. Why are you just like giving this look of like? It is, it is extremely disgusting. And I don't know. I'm in in one part of the uh, the video, from what I remember, was one of the guys was. I mean, he was obviously getting like choked up or something, and he he was. It was kind of starting to get hard to understand him a little bit. Like. Mm-hmm. I just one thing that stuck out one thing that stuck out to me was he was saying that he just needs somebody that doesn't hate them right now as um and I'm like man right and, and that was him talking to one of his family members yeah so they are right now in jail mm-hmm. you know awaiting trial and everything and they're actually being held in separate jails so they can't communicate with one another that's good uh, the the reason being because they're both on trial yeah uh, right. So there's some interest there. Um, I did make sure I was just reading through here. The if convicted, they're each looking at nine consecutive life sentences. Uh, goodbye. Based on those charges. Mm, yeah. So it, it, it's not just that it it was bad. It was really it was really bad. Really bad. I guess I'm trying to think of uh, what 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 is it. About, well, I guess obviously one, it has to do with kids, and that's just super screwed up, right? Just all together. But something about like the whole, um, just like sexual crimes and stuff is taken 
very seriously. I always kind of, I've wondered as to why it's such an impactful thing. Because that's another thing as, I mean, these kids are probably getting, well, probably don't even need to say probably, are just going to be really screwed up for a lifetime now. Or a big portion of it, I'd imagine. Because thankfully, I have never suffered from any sort of sexual abuse or anything like that. So mm-hmm. I can't put my place in someone's shoes that has been and trying to imagine what that's like. But from the sounds of it, that is probably one of the most scarring things someone can go through. Yeah, and especially at that, that young age. of age, in age. And that is going to be, unfortunately, something that those kids are going to have to live with for the rest of their life. Yeah. They're probably going to be in therapy and be seeking assistance, assistance as far as like mental health assistance and everything going on to that for, for everything. So you're aware that, so you're aware that the arrest happened. Do you know how it happened by chance? Mm-mm. Okay. So this was all taken back place in 2022. So last year. Okay. Mm-hmm. On the night of July 27th, authorities in Georgia executed a search warrant around 1130 PM, just hours after receiving information that there were children in harm's way at the home of Dale mm-hmm. Zulak Jr. and Zachary Jacob, Jacoby Zulak. Mm-hmm. Okay. What had happened is that earlier in the evening, detectives in the criminal investigation division raided a house somewhere else. After the Georgia Bureau of Investigations Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force was tipped off that a man was downloading child porn. Hmm. So they went and investigated that person. They then learned during the interview with this individual, they didn't name him in at the, this time in the article, that there was another suspect in the county who was producing homemade child sexual abuse material with at least one adopted child who lived in the home with the perpetrator. They then obtained some evidence. They corroborated this statement, and then they found evidence during the nighttime search and rescue effort that the adoptive fathers of the sibling pair residing in the home were engaging in sexual abusive activities and video documenting this abuse. Mm. That is just sick. Okay. Why do you... uh... Now, the part that I think makes it worse for me as I read through this, okay, it not that same-sex parents, okay, not that that and all that. The fact that they were, those kids, those poor kids were abused. That was bad. Bad enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. The fact that they were pimped out, that was even worse. Was, that yeah. it just made me sick. Um, if, if you are interested, go to townhall.com and look for it. Uh, these, these series of articles. However, be aware, if you choose to read the affidavits, there's some information in there that once you read it, you're never going to be able to go back. <laughs> Let me put it that way. So I, I'm assuming you haven't read any of those, Mr. No. Johnson. I, I don't know. I might at some point. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I guess I wish I did before this. I didn't even think about that. Um, but uh, the only one of the things that, like, I don't know, just it's been has been on my mind during when I first like looked into this. The thing that I guess sucks is to one degree. I've, it's it's not surprising mm-hmm. by any means. And it's just, it's the fact of knowing that there is far worse out there. 
and it's just going to keep getting worse. Right. That's one of the main things that's been on my mind ever since like reading this. And it's just like, man, I don't don't even want to know how bad it is. Remember before when we talked about how Apple wanted to do some, and people were furious about, you know, scanning of, and maybe I'll use this terminology for the rest of this episode. Uh, CSAM. Remember CSAM? Uh, Child sexual abuse material. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Remember how people were all upset Apple wanted to scan it, blah, 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 and all that? Well, guess how this guy was found out? Through that? Through, not, it wasn't or, through, it uh, wasn't through or, that. It was through someone sent, tipping them off, tipping off the authorities about this person, um, this person being the original tipster. Mm-hmm. Um, that this person was uploading CSAM to his Google account. What? And then, so, you know, so he uploaded to his, like, G, his Gmail drive. Yeah. You know, his oh. Google drive. Okay. Well, guess what? Because of that, they were able to quickly identify that, yeah, it was CSAM. And that was from December 9th, 2021. You know, it, obviously it's not going back. If, if I sound like I'm trying to, I'm trying to say things in a more friendly way <laughs> than what is written in the article at oh, times. Okay. Eh, I guess I, I guess as far as what just like language goes or the based on what's some of the happening s- based on what some of the stuff that's happening in the photo okay I'd so guess I they got the tip and everything right and they said that they were able to sh- you know once they identified that it was CSAM they were able to validate that it showed a prepubescent child being forced to perform oral sodomy on an adult male the victim's age was ascertained based on the physical size, stature, size relative to the male's penis and facial features. That's how they were able to ascertain how old this uh, person was. Yeah. This victim yeah. was. Let's put it that way. They yeah. were a victim. The, yeah. So remember how before in the original article from August, they didn't want to say who it was. It, it was that lawless guy that I, told, that I mentioned earlier. This was the guy that had uploaded that to his Google Drive. And then that's how they then caught these. I mean, what an idiot, but I'm thankful he's an idiot. Yeah. It says during a Mirandarized audio video interview, Lawless admitted that he both knew the sexually abused child was approximately 10 years of age, as well as his legal name. And again, they have these affidavits where you can read them online if you so choose. Just, I'm going to be care. I'm going to urge you to take caution here because this, is not something that everyone can just go read and be fine after reading. It's it, it it will do something to you, just because it is not it's not it's not for the faint of heart. Let me put it that way. Right. Okay. Lawless allegedly met Zachary through a mutual contact named Blake and Blake's in quotes on Grinder. You probably have no idea what that is, do you? Well, Grinder's a it's a same sex like dating site, isn't it? It's not a or date, for a hookup, a hookup app. Yeah, yeah. L- not yeah, not dating, but a a hookup. Let's app. meet up. Yeah, okay, so you didn't know what? Yes, it is. congratulations. I'm surprised. <laughs> so okay, so Lawless met Zachary through mutual contact Blake on Grinder, and received numerous Snapchat messages from Zachary saying, and that's why I said I'm going to f my son tonight, and to stand by for graphic visuals of the father. It says father raping his child. That's a direct quote from this article. Zachary also invited Lawless multiple times to engage in activities with him and his two adopted kids, but Lawless denied ever having any physical contact with the boys. Hmm. Yeah, that's 
that tells you how demented and down the hole this whole thing goes. Mm-hmm. But we're not even at the worst part of what I think this is yet. Okay. And, and here's why I say that. Well, we'll get there in a minute. Okay. So again, obviously they keep on going down through this process of, of finding out this information on how these, this is happening. And again, the two, uh, parents, adoptive parents are now in jail in federal custody awaiting their trial and we'll see what happens. But here's what I think is probably the worst part about this. Okay. I'm just going to read you the headline from part three of from town hall's article list. How did an accused child rapist adopt two children? That is a wonderful question. Yeah. So seven years prior to the oh. adoption, Zachary was accused of being a child rapist, but was never charged. So he was accused, but never charged. Yeah. So more than a decade ago, there was a 20, 2011 probe into Zachary's alleged pedophilic behavior when he was accused of luring a 14-year-old boy to a residence in Walton County, Georgia, um, which is in the same jurisdiction as the case that's happening now. And had sex with an underage victim. But the 2011 ra- child rape case was shut down and no charges were pursued a- against Zachary. Does it say why? Just says it was closed without a lot of investigation into it, according to the Walton County Sheriff's Office. Hmm. It has now since been reopened and is being looked into. Hmm, it's too late now. Yeah, right. Exactly. Something that happened in 2011 could have prevented this to stop this the horribleness of these two boys that are now going to have to live with this for the rest of their lives mm. i'm speechless on this and why this was allowed to happen and why this continues to happen and why this well continues to happen i'm not speechless on i guess you know i'm not even surprised on why or how it can still happen why is that the world's evil there's evil out there okay it's always going to be happening and it's going to continue on and on and on and on. And, you know, the whole map thing, the minor attractive persons thing, that's going to become normalized. So some of this stuff won't even matter at some point. I think it will still matter for those who have morals and those who have well, convictions. Correct. Yes. For those people, but as a whole. So you're saying for society as a whole, it won't matter as much. No. It's going to matter more on certain individuals. I mean, and I mean, definitely I would hope the Christian community and other religious communities as well. That'll be something that now, of course, now you, well, and it's not just Catholics, but obviously that's sort of the whole thing where it's like the priest and the little altar boys kind of thing. Right. Stuff has happened in the past. I mean, if it happens in the church, it's going to happen everywhere. Well, to be fair. The church is full of humans that are fallen. Well, that's and what the world co- is. Right. I know. Yeah. But I'm saying the church is still filled yeah. with fallen people. Right. So we're going to expect to see it now. Yeah. Well, then why I guess, wouldn't we see that everywhere else though? Yeah. I guess where I, I, I'm a little more, I guess, pessimistic than you in this regards. Pessimistic or optimistic? Pessimistic. You're more negative. Yeah. Where I'm more negative on this than you are in some regards. Okay. Is the fact that... Now, you, you said society as a whole, right? Right. Unfortunately, what I'm seeing at the same time in certain, and not all, certain segments of the church, big C church. Yeah. So I'm saying the global church. I'm not saying a specific church building. Yes. Is that 
they are willing to take on anything that society says is good and say it is good and holy, for example. Wow. Okay. Wait, why are you going to wait? I guess I'm confused as to where, how, I guess you're being more negative on it. Here, here's why. Okay. Okay. Let me get through it and I'll tell you why I'm more negative on this. Because the church is failing. Uh, Again, I said the big C church. The, The church is failing to take a stand about what is right and what is wrong anymore and willing to go along with what the world is saying is right, is right, according, and they, the church bends over backwards to make it seem right in the Bible. Not, not all churches, again, there are some churches that do that. I can think of a couple off the top of my head where they're unfortunately people that I know that I went to school with that are now like pastoral over them. Right. You know, where they, so that's why I'm more pessimistic about it because if the church as a whole was saying, no, this is wrong. Whatever that topic may be. I'm not yeah. talking about this specifically, okay? Right. I'm talking whatever the topic may be. Gay marriage, whatever. If the church as a whole would stand up in unity and say, this is wrong, then I'd have some hope there. But the fact that the, we are so fractured, oh, well, even on yeah. that, and we have churches that are saying this is good, not obviously not this, but no. yet. But, well, yeah, that's but what there, there are churches that are saying these other things. Yeah, which are against the Bible, yeah. are good and holy and must be celebrated and must be encouraged. That is what has me pessimistic because it's only a hop, skip, and a jump until they're saying, yeah. "Well, MAP's accepted too." Oh, that's what I was saying. I know, but I'm still more pessimistic than you because, unfortunately, I think it's going to happen faster than any of us think it's going to happen. Oh, that doesn't make it more negative. Okay. For, oh, okay. for me, for me it seems more negative. I was like, wait, but I'm I'm literally saying this is what's going to happen. So I was yeah. like, how are you more negative? Okay. I was just getting a little lost there. I was like, I literally was just saying that what's wrong is going to happen. No, I, right. we're, we're, we're and, both agreeing oh, on the same. Okay. We're both agreeing on the same premise. I, I, you just think I, it's going to happen faster I, than I, I, I probably what people think it will. Yeah, unfortunately. And oh. it's going to become way more accepted. And the problem is now that people yeah. are going to see that and they're going to say, now it is okay because the church says it's okay. Look what just happened. Oh, yeah, you get people to, yeah, that's why you can't m- move an inch. Because you give them an inch and it's going to be a lot, lot farther than that as time goes on. Um, So, I mean, yeah, so that's why, I mean, that's what, none of this is surprising. It, I mean, yeah, it is just going to get worse, unfortunately. And the the thing is, you know, it, and, you know, we've talked about this concept that, you know, sin thrives in darkness. And mm-hmm. it is so it is so easy nowadays to find ways to hide in the dark these things. Mm-hmm. And I don't I, I don't know how it gets better. I really don't. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't here. And that's I mean, this is go off in a whole other tan well not tan- tangenty stuff, but random like size stuff where it's like this is also why I wanna start getting together again. Mm-hmm. More often, as a church, like Christian group of friends, because and it's one of those things where it's like, okay, you know, the you know the end times are are are, are near, and uh, I mean we're always getting closer technically. So I mean, yeah, um, obviously people have thought that in the past, where it's like, oh, it could be any time now, which I mean, it can be any time. Nobody knows. Yeah. Um, I know there's obviously from the revelation study, there's that whole peace treaty thing that's supposed to happen. 
with like Israel and whatnot before that's like, Oh, we're here kind of thing. But it's now, I guess there is no better time than now as far as like Christians to really get it together and do go and do what we were called to do as Christians to spread the gospel and whatnot. And it doesn't have to be the same way for all of us. We all have our, you know, special calling as long as hopefully we're in doing our due diligence as far as like spending time in the word, reading, learning about God and, mm-hmm. you know, um, and have his spirit within us that is guiding us and where we're supposed to go. And hopefully we are listening to the spirit and being obedient in that form, which hmm, is very difficult to do. And yeah, if the church could actually come together and be, well, not budge on stuff like this, you'd hope, you know, maybe some things can get better to some regard. And it's one of those things where it's, it's if you can, and technically it's not you, but like save a life or, you know, kind of thing. Just, just one, <laughs> you know, right. If we were to get serious on doing either, well, what's right, things could be better or could get better to some degree. Like, it's unfortunate to see that it is just going to get worse. And, I mean, it's already horrible now because, I mean, we don't know everything that's going on. We don't know the extent of all this stuff is happening. Right. I guess if I were to somehow ever come into a situation where I think there's any sort of, like, child trafficking going on or some sort of sexual abuse done to children well any abuse really in that regards and being pimped out to whoever i would hope that people would act on it and like go at it completely to try and stop this and not to be like oh no that's so sad and maybe tell somebody and just not do anything about it like i hope i don't really have much hope for that either though because i remember hearing about the whole i don't remember yeah where it was but someone was being raped on public transportation and nobody did anything mm-hmm. like it oh, the, <sighs> yeah that gets the blood boiling yeah it, we, we just don't care we're just we're so self-absorbed about ourselves. We want to make sure we're okay and we're all nice and cushy and comfortable where we'll let somebody else's discomfort and pain suffering continue. Yeah. Not everyone. I just wish there's more people that want to make some, do something about it. Right. And I guess it's to some degree, it's hard to find out where do you start? What do you do? I guess I imagine if you have some sort of inkling of information that could lead to some of that, report it to somebody. You know, the old saying, if you see something, say something, Mm -hmm. you definitely do that. Yeah. Even if, and I hate to say this, but the fact is that it is so bad in society. Even if someone's like, ah, I'm just joking. Be like, no, I I can't take that as a joke. Yeah. There, There are certain things you can joke about. There are certain things you can't joke about. This ex- exploiting a, a minor, a child, is definitely on that list of things you cannot even begin to joke about. I can't remember who I was hearing saying it, but like for as far as like comedy goes, like a lot of comedy is based on truth to some regard, right? Where they'll, <laughs> I guess I'll always love the whole Ricky Gervais uh, hosting the. 
whatever golden globes or whatever it was but where he like cracks jokes at apple and you know these big companies running their little sweatshops or whatever in china and making jokes like that like if that's true and that's comedy it's like if like i said somewhere to make a joke uh very i mean that is i mean it's a nasty joke um but if it's true then okay i suppose as long as somebody whoever's doing whatever it is that's illegal gets busted for it but as far as just to like make light of it and joke about it yeah no, it's not something to be made light of no especially something like this like there, there's things that you can you can make jokes up like we said you, like him making fun Ricky Gervais, Apple, yeah. and all that. And th- there's also a difference here. Mm-hmm. If it's a professional comedian making, you know, I'm thinking like Landau or something like that, making a joke, right? You know, at on a stage, like you said, there's probably some truth behind it. Something yeah. probably messed up happened. Yeah. Right. But <laughs> what I'm saying more along lines of just randomly cracking like, jokes. Well, like about... if me and you are hanging out and someone just someone else is with a random person i'm not gonna even say a name because i don't even want to insinuate anyone no, okay yeah but and they say something off kilter like that i'd be like hold up <laughs> this, like, no eh, nah, not funny <laughs> not, not not even not funny it's, it, it, it's to the point of like if i know they're around kids it's like do i even at that point it's like <laughs> I, I almost feel like yeah, I have to be well, like, hey, somewhat of a so, red flag. <laughs> well, not even a red flag. Be like, hey, law enforcement, maybe check up on this person. <laughs> and, and I hate that we're at that yeah. point in society. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, yeah. And I know people go, "Oh, as a Christian, you're not supposed to use the word." No, I hate that with a no, burning yeah. passion. With a burning, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> with a burning passion. Yeah. Say it's because we're not even in a society anymore where those who are supposed to be innocent, our children, can be safe anymore. No, yeah, that assumption of innocence is gone. Like we talked before, look, a child first sees pornography around the age of nine now. In that, was it the Jubilee video with the teens being honest? Um, yeah, talking about well, obviously, several of them had mentioned being addicted to pornography and started getting into the whole like dopamine effect it has on you and just the chemical effect and whatnot in the brain and all this other stuff and it's for one guy who was saying it was it, it got it gets to a point where it's you start getting into weird territories of porn you never would have originally thought you were going to get into like he was getting into uh trans uh, was I don't know, was it trans and nine non-binary, whatever porn and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. At the beginning, it was like that was something he never probably would ever have gotten into, but because he got so bored with everything else, he needed that new rush, that new adrenaline, new, that new dopamine hit, new shock factor. And I mean, I guess I can only imagine that that's for these people that are doing these things to kids. Is mainly as they've been experimenting with so much throughout the years growing up where it's like that kid is the next thing on their list to get a hold of to start i guess yeah getting that rush that reaction again Mm -hmm. and just another reason why (laughs) it would be really great 
to crack down on the porn industry and but it it's never gonna no because it's we, never gonna stop we're way too far gone into it unfortunately and we yeah. have things like signal like snapchat like CryptChat, oh, yeah all those things yeah. well well here's the thing so yeah. like okay so snapchat right guess what snapchat they can go find that on their servers anytime they want Okay, it's not encrypted. I'm sorry. You think it's disappearing. <laughs> it's not disappearing. It it's is out available. there somewhere. It is available 24-7, 365 to the proper authorities and the proper servers. Yeah. That being said, there's other things that, and I hate the fact that, um, that that's out there. And I'm, I'm, I'm torn because I love the fact that it's encrypted. It's pure encrypted. I also hate the fact that it's pure encrypted because <laughs> no one could ever retrieve the data. Hmm. For example, uh, so uh signal are you familiar with signal okay signal is a text messaging app anyone can use it it's just tied to your phone number but it's end-to-end pure encrypted okay guess what if they would have used signal no one would ever have been able to recover any of that data hmm. if they would have used crypt chat it crypt chat do you know what that is no crypt chat <laughs> is a three-way encrypted chat that's available on the web it stores no data on any servers anywhere. And everything's triple encrypted with the password that you choose. Mm. Guess what? Since nothing stores anything, not the browsers don't store anything, the servers don't store anything, guess what? You're never going to be able to see anything that's said there. Ugh, wow. I love it from a freedom perspective. I hate it from perspective where it can be abused. Right. So at that point, it's even worth keeping. Or should it be kept? But then I look at, like, we deploy that to somewhere like someone in China or something like that, where then they can get stuff that's unfiltered that bypasses because it is through an encrypted network. Right. That's what I said. I love it, and I hate it all at the same time. With the good comes the bad. And I hate that working tech and know all these things. (laughs) I'm just like, (laughs) It blows my mind that someone could adopt kids say they're going to love them and then they do this messed up crap to them yeah well it's obvious that they never actually never actually loved them in the proper definition of love correct yeah and now that kid is never gonna well those kids shouldn't say never but it's going to be extremely hard, I would imagine, for them to relearn a lot of things. And we'll, one, obviously have trust for people. Because, hot dang, if, ooh, I don't know if I would really have any trust for anybody after something like that for quite some time. And, and I wouldn't blame them at all. No. Oh, no. I mean, I have trust issues now. <laughs> So it's like, I haven't experienced anything that tragic. So it's like, I, you would have to go through a lot with somebody to finally develop a trust for someone, I'd imagine. And, and I think you, you even mentioned this, and I think it needs reiteration again. You, you mentioned this in uh, the, the Crowder Daily Wire thing. Oh, how it's not, this is not an exclusive thing with homosexual couples or same-sex yep. You've said that earlier, but I think it's it's worth repeating because that's a thing also on the same side. You can swing the pendulum so far Mm -hmm. to one side where you could say all gays 
are like this. No, all same-sex yeah. couples are like this. All lesbians are like this. You know, you see that I going back to Crowder a little bit. Crowder even jokes about that a little bit. Yeah, some and and it. Yeah, I've seen some things. I I knew I saw one or two things from him sort of recently on Twitter that I was just like, come on. Um, but yeah, and I'd seen another one or two, I think YouTube channels, conservative channels talking about the situation. And I mean, I guess in their defense, I didn't end up even finishing the episode because I was getting so irritated with how they were just going off on, I mean, basically it seemed like this is happening because it's a same sex marriage couple kind of thing. And I was just like, I didn't even want to finish listening to it because I was getting, I was like, this is wrong. I was like, no. Right. It's it's not a, an exclusive uh, thing for them to do. Where, what was it? There was that, wasn't, there was a story that came out where what? The, I mean, this dude was putting his, was putting his uh, sperm in cupcakes that were I given to kids. I missed this one. I missed this one. But then it was a teacher and I oh, it was wait. the cop duo. Oh, wait. Nope. I now remember. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. That were messing around with kids. So it is very much. It's this is the thing. It's I mean, it's evil. Everybody's capable of it. Mm-hmm. It just it's no act is exclusive to any certain type of person. Right. Anybody can do anything and to some, to some degree. Yep. And a person of, you know, one, one, uh, I guess you could say persuasion or the other, right. That mm-hmm. doesn't make them more inclined to do one thing over the other. No. So yeah, you're right on that one. <sighs> so the, the one thing, and, and I had been looking for it. I had seen it in an article before, but town hall didn't have it. Mm-hmm. So this article does have some data of what they all sent out. Evidence presented to the court included more than 100 photographs of child abuse, recordings of phone calls with members of pedophile gangs, and forensic reports documenting child abuse. They say that the abuse had been going on for approximately four years. And they connected with the prostitution gangs in the Atlanta area via popular social media platforms. Way to to go. So four years. That would have made them five and seven. Mm Mm-hmm. When this started, about a year after they were adopted. Yeah. So much for, uh, you know, I'm real glad the social media people can be prioritized on looking out for misinformation instead of any kind of leads on stuff like this. Glad that's a priority. By the way, just the responses to these articles, some of these people are just, I don't get them. As far as like what, just being okay with it or I'll, I'll read this one. Okay. And this art, this comment came in just five days ago, January 24th, 2023. These guys are not gay. The biggest pedophiles in history is the church. Every day, a new preacher or church member is being charged with sexual misconduct of a child. Churches pay insurance companies for protection of finances. If they get caught molesting the children, gays do not want your ugly kids. Those are pedophiles. They'll do anything not to admit you are gay. I I, I don't understand that comment at all. No. Exactly. <laughs> the the look on your face just tells me everything. I'm like, 
what does this person smoking to <sighs> s- even say that comment? <sighs> so are they trying to exclude, I guess, gay couples from being guilty of such a crime? <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I honestly don't know. And Or is that them just trying to be like, oh, well, the church does it and bash the church? I, I, it, it's deflecting. It's trying to say, yeah. oh, look, it, this happens in the church, too, and that. And yeah. like I said, unfortunately, that is the case. And unfortunately, I'm seeing that yeah. more and more of I mean, these things. <laughs> part of me wants to say, no, dip Sherlock to that person. It's like, <laughs> read a Bible, why don't you? Mm-hmm. So You'll learn pretty quick, hopefully. I don't, Well, maybe not pretty quick. I don't know. Depends on how quick and where you read, but uh, it's everybody is subject to doing wrong. Yes, I, I'm not against that statement at all. I think it's a fair statement. I, I, I just, it's just sick of what some people do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, at this point, remember we talked about like black pilled, white pilled, red pilled, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I, every time I see stuff like this, I get more and more black pilled. Mm. because it makes me have less and less hope for society and humanity as a whole. Yeah. Well, I mean, which I guess, yeah, what you can, you can have hope in that to some degree, but that's, I mean, to some degree, I'm thankful that's not the only hope. Right. (laughs) There is, but I guess, yeah, there's, it's good to have some sort of hope to make a change and hopefully see a good change happen. But I mean, yeah, as time goes on, it's like, I mean, we know where things are headed. I know. And so it's, it's tough. Cause it's like, yeah, how do you have hope in any good happening when we know it's just supposed to get worse? What is it? I guess there's hope to see others. And the, again, this is, well, this is strictly coming from Hill Christian perspective. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's obviously the hope of seeing more come to Christ and being able to share in the eternity that is yet to come. You know, anytime something like this happens, I, I get, I find myself more and more black belt every yeah. time it, mm-hmm. it, it, it drives me nuts. Yeah. But the same time there's a flip side to this that you didn't let me get to before you started going off. <laughs> On your <laughs> which is fine. You're which so is fine. Pessimistic Paul. I just had I know, to do something. I know. Else. I know. <laughs> but the same time, as that black pill happens more and more, and do you know? Do you remember what it means to be black pilled? I mean, not really. I just, I, how I, I guess I'm understanding it right now is it's, I'd be just, I guess it's literally just kind of like losing hope in a sense. Yeah. So black pill, black pill, black pill, black pill, black pill. <laughs> it's a metaphorical term, often used to describe a set of beliefs, often linked to nihilism, fatalism, defeatism, also described as doomers. Mm. You know, everything's doomed. Everything's yes. Doom and gloom. Yeah, exactly. So again, like I said, every time something like this happens, I get more and more black pilled, but the same time I have to try to remember to flip the script on that, Mm -hmm. that if I want to see anything good happening, and if I want to see any hope, obviously outside of what the hope of Christ gives for me and for the world that I have to remember, Mm -hmm. right? I have to do something about this too. I can't just sit here on the sideline and do nothing. I have to do something to try to bring any little freaking piece of light out there. Yeah. Whatever that may be. Because yeah. that's the only way I'm going to keep myself from going crazy and down the black pill <laughs> yeah. path. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what I got to do. 
Mm-hmm. How that looks, I don't know. But all I can say in, in this case, and in this case with this Georgia thing, how do I bring light to it? By freaking exposing it as much as possible. It's saying, people, look at the crazy that's going on. I don't care if you're straight, gay, bi, non-binary, Jehovah's Witness. I don't care <laughs> what you are, okay? okay. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, no, yeah. Just look at what evil does to us in the world. And then at yeah. the same time, yeah. what are we doing to make sure that this doesn't happen again to other children that are adopted? Yeah, got to make some more. Why was that case closed and not investigated fully in 2011? Yeah. Well, I mean, you look at, uh, I mean, going to like, the Jeffrey Dahmer stuff. Yeah. And granted, that was also, uh, I guess if, was was there a couple? Was there like there's was there a, there's a documentary, and then there's obviously the Netflix like special of it kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, which was that wasn't no that wasn't anyway. anyway um, but it's there was the the time where I mean he had that kid and he had drugged up and he was doing stuff with and he was gone wherever the kid got out somehow and the cops and they're just dismissed it. Cause I mean, at that time, like the whole like gay thing was just like, Oh, I ain't messing around with that. That's right. their thing. They do it. And the fact that they just were so dismissive about it and just let it go and didn't do their job and listen to this lady that clearly knew something was up. Right. That's all this happens is people don't do their job and show neglect. I want to make something very clear here. Uh Oh, I am a supporter of police. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I, I'm not one of those guys that runs around with the thin Defund blue. Defund the police, no, man. no. I'm just, I'm saying I'm not one of those guys that runs around with like a thin blue line shirt or anything like that. I'm, oh, I, yeah. I I don't wear one of those. I, yeah, I can have thin blue line in my heart. I don't care. Okay? <laughs> yeah. I, I support the police, right? Yes. But yep. at the same time, they have to do their job. They have to be held accountable to this. Yep. And I'm all for police being accountable if they mess up. And when I say mess up, that's either don't investigate something they should investigate, or if they unjustly uh, overuse force, which and, was and the what, case what, recently. Yeah, <laughs> and I and I say unjustly overuse force because that has to be investigated. Unjust force can be determined. You know, a lot of times it's going to come on the news. It's going to be bombastic and be like ah da da da, but it needs to be investigated and determined. Was it unjust or not? You know, and if it, if after investigations, like, oh, that was unjust force, then hold the person accountable. For that, yeah, I am perfectly fine with that. Yeah, I, I liked, a, a, and, yeah. and the reason I say that in the Jeffrey Dahmer case, mm-hmm. in this 2011 case, obviously, the Jeffrey Dahmer one, those police are probably retired at this point, but, <laughs> but who, but whoever was around for that 2011 case needs to be held accountable. Why did they close the case? Mm-hmm. Why did they not investigate it fully? It is amazing to me how the trajectory of two kids has changed completely because of one, well, I shouldn't say one, one department. I don't know if it's one person that closed the case or not. So one department that investigated or was supposed to investigate. Mm-hmm. Can't allow that to continue to happen. We need to hold those. And this is not just true of police. This is true of 
all government officials and everything. Uh-huh. And, and I'm even talking about Pelosi and her mysteriously trading stocks right before companies announce big losses. Oh, you know, that kind of crap. All of that. Companies, politicians, yeah. and those in power, those who are in, who have authority over us, be they police, government, blah, blah, blah. They need to be 100% held accountable to everything. Yeah, I did... As the, uh, you know, well-known, I think I'm pretty sure it was Hillary Clinton. I had seen a snippet of her saying, no one is above the law. Unless your name's a Clinton. Uh-huh. Yeah. If you actually mean those words, you should actually put that in the, you know, proper use. Yes. And that means that if someone does something improper and charges are brought, they aren't just dismissed because, oh, you're friends with the mayor, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm, more, I'm, no I'm favors. Do, I'm done with seeing that. Yep. Because it leads to crap like this. Mm-hmm. It goes, it shows you that you can get away with stuff. And oh, it wasn't really that bad if they're just going to let me walk. I just need to be politically connected. And all of a sudden, oh, okay, this isn't an issue for me anymore. Yeah. Great. It's not an issue for you anymore. It's not an issue for all these other people. Mm-hmm. If only you could see this happening in your own family, which, hmm. it, it, and I'll say this if you, like I said, if you even suspect, especially if it's a family member like oh uncle blah 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 he wouldn't do anything but he's he's acting really weird <laughs> you know saying weird comments and that you almost can't yeah you, you can't, can't you be can't be careful now. you can't let that go anymore unfortunately and you know what's the sad part it, you know what's going to take it's going to take over reporting and some unfortunately some innocent people getting caught in the crosshairs and i say that knowing full well that that could be real bad for people innocent people getting caught in like crosshairs. like let's say someone hears you say something and they think oh aaron's oh yeah this dude this dude's suspect you yeah need to check him out what yeah no? exactly uh, you know and i say that full knowing that that might happen to some people mm-hmm. because some people just like to joke weird. yeah okay. oh right some, yeah, some people's people sense are. of humor is just completely different from mm-hmm. mine and i get that yeah but this is no longer a topic that we can Take lightly by any means. I mean, never should have, but no, but because here's the thing, you know what I would love to see at the end of this year, I would love for the first time in 2023 to see that the number of sexually exploited children go down. Mm. I would love to see a generation not grow up being scarred. That's what I would love to see. I don't know exactly what I can do to help that, but dang it all. If I'm not thinking on that. Hmm. Yeah, sorry. I know I, that was a little. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm. I was just trying to think of. I don't know. Yeah, I guess besides exposing that, like stories of this happening. I mean, what? I, I don't. I don't know what yet. What do you do? I I don't know yet. Except pray. That's all I know for sure for right oh, now. Yeah. Beyond that, I don't know. Yeah. And that might take a while to find out what that is. But this is one of those things that has to stop. And you know what's sad? And I know it. this happens all over the world. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's probably far worse in other places yeah. than it is here. I get it. You know, some people go, well, you can't fix the the whole world. Yeah, but I can fix my backyard. That's where you got to start. Because once my backyard is fixed, I can worry about the neighbor across the street. If my own backyard is not fixed, my own house is not in order, then how the heck am I going to be able to help someone else? Nope. And obviously by house and yard, I mean state, yes. country. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. 
you can't. So yeah, I this is I know not a a nice, exciting, happy episode hearing about how Candace <laughs> royally screws over people, but I mean <laughs> it, you can't always have fun and fluffy. It was an important news story of Absolutely. the time, and it is something that is going to be culturally significant for a while because this this is going to play out in the news and it's going to play out in the courts for a while. Uh, how, how long that is, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it will play out for a while. What was like the latest thing on the kids as far as to where they're at? They, because they're kids, they're minors. Yeah. They're not going to give much information out. So they won't, I mean, they, do they just go they're probably gonna back go, to an orphanage? They're thing, probably going to go back into foster care system. Foster care. Okay. The, the next time that the two will be in trial, uh, with in front of a judge will be February 1st. So that's coming up in the next trial motion for things I mean, to happen. next Wednesday. Yep. And they're, they're going to, and they did say that they're going to try to get them to essentially provide testimony against each other. Testimony against the two guys? Yeah. To, oh, okay. Yeah. So they, they did reveal in the article that that is, you know, but by doing that, they're going to give them like some limited immunity to be able to testify against each other. So we'll have to see how that plays out. But this is something that's going to be, I am going to be watching. Yeah. As this unfolds. Yeah. Because depending on what the system does with them, depends on how much we, well, kind of shows on how much we really care what happens anyways. Right. So nine consecutive life sentences. I mean, to be honest. I mean, what's the point? They're in there till death. Um, yeah. In a sense, it is a death penalty. And, and, and I'll be honest here. Part of me, and it's the sick, demented part of me, I know, and mm. I understand this, is like, good, do not give them the death sentence. Let them slowly decay over time. Yeah. Because here's the thing. What's the thing? In jail. Yeah. The lowest of the low are pedophiles or the child rapists and stuff like that. Yes. Yep. They are lowest of the low, even in jail. Even in jail, they have like an honor, not honor, but like a code, a system. So that's what I said. Part of me says, just let them go. I mean, and and that's, that's that's the mean part of me. Nah, I, I guess I would say differently. Okay. As to, as the point of, uh, I mean, in a sense, that's being merciful to them with, if they just got the death penalty and they didn't have much longer to go, well, and this is where, oh, the whole churchy side comes out of me. (laughs) (laughs) Cause it's, yes, punishment uh, is definitely deserved. 100%. Um, and for, you know, for us, like this sort of crime is horrendous and I mean, people love to see terrible punishments done to people like this, which I am totally guilty of and yeah, would hope that they, in a sense, get what they deserve. But then at the same time, there is, I guess, I mean, I was going to ask for the, uh, ask for the names of the kids too, but as I mean, these are definitely people that we should be praying for. 
Because, mm-hmm. yeah, and as, as far as me saying, like, them at least living their time out here and then still, and not just being sentenced to death right away, I mean, obviously I don't know what can happen in their lives. There's the whole thing of where it's just like, oh, they're they're hopeless and whatnot, which eh, maybe they are, maybe they aren't. I don't know. But if they got the death penalty, well, then there's no hope for them after that as far as repentance and whatnot and even having that opportunity. Right. Because, I mean, and that's, I have to remind myself a lot. I mean, you look at Paul in the Bible was literally killing people left and right, the Christians specifically. And yet he was still chosen to <laughs> totally flip and live a lot, the rest of his life honoring God. Obviously, so can that happen here? Sure. That would be awesome. But obviously there's not high hopes for that. But that's, again, where prayer has to come in. And that was the one, like, and I had said earlier, that it was the one thing that, like, I guess, like, kind of stood out to me was, I mean, saying, like, we just need someone to, like, not hate us right now or whatnot. I'm like, dude, you've done something that royally pisses us off. Yep. And I guess the thing that would, the only thing that can change a person's outlook on you is where you go from here. Are you actually sorry for what you've done? And do you do you repent and from from that and change from here on out? That's that's the only way <laughs> that's the only way you're gonna have any sort of love I can imagine for you from anyone if something like that happens. And that's the I, as far as I I'm concerned, that's the whole forgiving side of me or wanting to be forgiving side of me to be like mm. it's hard to remind myself of that with in this it case is. yeah it, it, re- it really is it did not happen right away for me at first i was like you guys are pathetic which i mean yes it is there's almost no words for what they did mm-hmm. um but yeah that thought process did not come right away <laughs> i will say that and that's where i say like i am guilty as the next guy where it's like i hope the worst thing happens to you it, it, I, it, I i will be forthright and admit i i'm still not a hundred percent there even though i know i should be no it's and, and i think that's personally because i'm just enraged by it oh yeah it's sin the the level of what they did is like yeah again there's it's i mean horrendous th- there, there's Sin that I know I have engaged in personally. Mm-hmm. And then, and I know it's like, oh, don't go try to compare sins, blah, 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 blah. But honestly, when you do it against someone like that, child, I can't, I can't help but, it, oh, I, no. I can't help but do that. It is hard it is. To, to do that. Um, because personally, you know, people abuse should, I want to see them rot. <laughs> oh yeah. But at the same time, and this is again, where you cut me off before you let me finish everything. <laughs> <laughs> It's you know. just it's just my thing for today. Fine, fine. That that's fine. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, I have to remember that you know, as much as it, it's weird to say that, you know, in God's eye, 
my sin is just as bad in a way, in a sense. Mm-hmm. And, and the fact that it is sin. Yes. Any sin, no matter how minor we may perceive it, mm-hmm. no matter how major we may perceive it, any sin is sin that essentially separates us from God. Yep. It doesn't matter if I just lie or I murder someone, it's going to separate us, you know? And guess what? No one is outside that saving grace. And I have to remind myself of that. Mm-hmm. Because guess what that means? That means even these two people. Yep. Because as much as I don't want to say it, these two people were made in the image of God as well. They have inherent value just because of that. And as ugly of a thing as they have done, they can still come to repentance. Yep. Whether that's going to happen or not, I don't know. And I have to remember that's not for me to know. The part of me that wants the pure justice wants to rage on about it, but the other part says, God reach them. And it's a very weird spot to be at to say that. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Because I mean, I, how, how do you explain to someone, yeah, I'm praying for a child molester? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, what? That, 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 that phrase is a weird one to say. And that's where, yeah, a lot of people are like, well, what is wrong with you? Well, <laughs> but you never know. Yeah, you don't. I mean, okay, look at someone like Christopher Yuan. Okay, no, he didn't do anything like child molestation or anything like that. Okay, but he 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 had a ton of drugs he was selling. Mm. I think he was arrested. What they say, fifteen tons or something like that. Woo! Uh, the equivalent of fifteen tons of drugs when he was arrested. You that's know, just a little for bit. For distribution. Yeah. That's just a little bit. Yeah. Goodness. You know, he definitely was not, you know, you, you would look at it and be like, man, he was dealing drugs. He was selling drugs. People getting them hooked on stuff. A lot of people would probably just dismiss him right then and there because of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But then he happens to find a Bible <laughs> and while he's in jail. Mm. He reads it. He starts reading it. He becomes convicted. He becomes a Christian. And now he's one of the leading speakers out there in the world talking about, you know, his experience. Yeah. That's it's amazing. Because not only, it, you know, because, you know, he used to be a, what's he say? Yeah, because he was in school for dentistry, got kicked out. And he even said in like in, in his testimony things that he was dealing drugs to his professors at the <laughs> at the dental college. Well, all those guys need to get investigated now. <laughs> and you know he has HIV. He, he used to be hooking up with a bunch of guys before. You know mm-hmm. now he's going around talking like, hey, you don't have to do that. He wrote the book Holy Sexuality, which if mm-hmm. you haven't read it, really good book. Would recommend it for anyone out there. Mm. And, he, and just so you know, his premise isn't, because his premise of the book isn't talking about, you know, hey, are you gay? Are you straight? What are you what? Yeah. It's be holy because I'm holy. Yeah, in other words, God's saying that, right? Yeah. So in other words, how do you do that with your sexuality if you're single or married? Well, cool. he goes, celibacy and singleness, faithfulness and marriage. That's the thesis of the book. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know, and he's like, okay, here's how it is. Boop, 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 boop. And like I said, it, it's not an easy book to read. <laughs> it is a really long book. Oh. Um, yeah, it, it, it's definitely um, 
a larger book, it's definitely a good one. If you're more in for like a story type book, maybe go for his uh, first book that he wrote with his mother, Out of a Far Country, mm-hmm. um, that he wrote with his mother. And essentially they go back and forth. Like he'll write one chapter and then his mother will, mother will write the other chapter. And, and, and basically they're telling the same story of how Christopher came to Christ, but from both of their perspective. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So holy that's sex- cool. Holy sexuality in the gospel, that's 256 pages. Out of our country, it's 240 pages. Ugh. It goes way, way fast. Someone that most people just ignore because he was a drug dealer. Right. Mm-hmm. Never know. It, it's really one of those things of like, and I have to pull my selfish pride out of that and saying, no, just rot. Right. <laughs> right. Or let your head roll. <laughs> yeah. As and, and I got much rem- as the, uh, the flesh wouldn't mind seeing it. Yeah. So <laughs> that's my challenge with this whole thing. It's just yeah. to remember that going forward. But we'll see. Yeah. Any final comments, Aaron? I don't know why this this old phrase just came in to my my head, but the whole spread the word to end the word. Except this isn't a word. This is a uh, action. <laughs> yeah, spread awareness of it. And as Paul has said earlier, the whole thing of if you have a like concern or like there's like a hint of eh, something might be off. Don't be afraid to address it with something, especially this serious. And for any, uh, I guess, Christians that might be listening to this, um, I guess, yeah, I would ask that we be in prayer for both the, uh, well, all parties involved, I suppose, for the people on trial and just the kids for their uh, for their future and growing up. Just pray that there's, especially for the for the kids that they will be able to find a good home after this. That's about all I got. 